This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Welcome to Watson Champions League. We have the semi-finals, Real Madrid, Chelsea, PSG, Man City. So let's analyze all these two games with Alvaro Romeo and Dani Fisichella and with you. So leave a comment below and you will have the chance to win a 10 pound free bet with Novibet. And if you enjoy our videos, click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. Champions League semi-finals. Finally, the best four teams in Europe. Let's see what we have, what uh, which bets we can make in this uh, week. Always with Dani Fisichella and Alvaro Romeo. Hi, guys. Ciao. Hello, Edu. A little bit unexpected, I would say, especially the first semifinals. These two teams, uh, they were not among the favorites to arrive until this stage. So let's take a look at uh, Real Madrid-Chelsea on Tuesday at Valdebebas and Real Madrid is favorite not only for this game but also to qualify for the final 1.8 for Los Blancos 1.95 for Chelsea but I have to say that I was confident with Liverpool and I think this Chelsea will be very very tricky they have a great team Danny they show it uh, once again in the Premier League with a good victory against West Ham now even Timo Werner is scoring and Real Madrid uh, gasoline is running out they drew in the weekend against uh, Betis a lot of injuries luckily Cross is gonna be fit Hazard was back and this is a big thing for Los Blancos Danny what do you expect here for the first leg <clears throat> Very difficult to to go for it. I mean, you know, the quality of the four teams is so high. It's literally going to be a matter of details. So let's start with the positive for both teams. Well, obviously the defense, the strength for both teams is in the defense and the number uh, justify it. Uh, four consecutive clean sheets for Real Madrid. Unfortunately, three of them were uh, nil-nil, whereas Chelsea has kept 16 clean sheets in 21 games with Tuchel. They are unbeaten in their... 10 away uh, games. We are also looking at very good defense overall. Uh, second best defense of La Liga in um, for Real Madrid, 24 goals conceded. Second best defense in Premier League for uh, Chelsea, 31 uh, goals uh, conceded. Um, the good news for Real Madrid is also they had Varane back since a couple of uh, games. You know they didn't have him against Liverpool, and this is going to be uh, difficult because I think uh, Chelsea. I'm not going to concede uh, many spaces, especially on the flank. If Tuchel sticks with the 3-5-2, it's got the wing-backs that can offer a lot of protection and double up on Vinicius, who was the most dangerous player against Liverpool in both legs. And now let's talk about a little bit about the negative for both of them. Well, we said Real Madrid comes on the back of 3-0-0, uh, and if Benzema doesn't score, the most dangerous man up front is Vinicius. Was rested against Betis for an hour. Then he came on, couldn't uh, you know provide enough chances uh, for them. Nonetheless, Benzema is in good form. 11 goals scored in the last uh, 10, and he seems to find always the net and find you know almost to wake up when you know after hearing the Champions League anthem for 
Chelsea, the attack is not the strength either. Seventh attack of the Premier League, 31 goals in 51 goals in 33 games. Um, they have a problem converting chances. I think against West Ham, they could have scored two or three more. Yes, Werner was back on the score sheet, missed an amazing goal. He should have scored another one. Um, I think uh, the team still hasn't found uh, the rhythm up front. However, they could break. Real Madrid uh, on the counter as they did against Manchester City in the FA Cup semi-final so Real Madrid needs to be careful not to keep uh, the line uh, too high but I think uh, Chelsea are going to be cautious for this one so I'm going to give you two chances in this one under two goals which pays 2.26 or a first half draw 2.08 Mm-hmm. Alvaro, we <clears throat> I think we all expect uh, not many goals in this uh, game. First is the first leg, and the teams uh, will be cautious. But uh, we might, I mean, we thought also the same with Liverpool and Real Madrid knew that they were they had their chances also to attack. So also maybe Zidane, who is a very specialist actually in this stage of the Champions League, decides to go forward and uh, try to get an advantage as they did against uh, Liverpool, for instance. I think Real Madrid, they are going to attack certainly more than Chelsea. Mm, I believe that it will be a nice battle for control to control the game. And uh, let's not forget that even though Real Madrid had a very um, strong attacking approach against Liverpool, it was also Liverpool's centre-backs, the ones that uh, gave away cheap goals against Real Madrid, uh, all together with Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think that Chelsea doesn't do so many concessions, definitely not so many gifts, gifts at the back. And um, this weekend I was commentating on Chelsea's game against West Ham United and I wasn't particularly impressed by Chelsea's game it wasn't very flashy, uh, but they they did a very solid display, and at the end of the day, this is what counts now. Uh, Chelsea, as Daniel said, uh, they have had already 16 or 17 clean sheets this season, um, and I think that uh, when Antonio Conte left uh, Chelsea, he left uh, the Rosetta Stone for the team there, which is the system 3-4-3, that uh, every manager that has embraced it after Antonio Conte has activated. Uh, I think that Chelsea is very comfortable with three centre-backs, but uh, Chelsea has an endemic problem that has been repeating itself for many years now. I think that uh, they don't know how to attack an static defence, they don't know how to attack very well a team that defends. Uh, They tend to clog up the game in the middle, Uh, they don't have a quality passer, and this is something that defines Chelsea and defines Real Madrid as well. I think Real Madrid has the best midfielder in the world all together with Manchester City and Bayern Munich, whereas Chelsea doesn't. I don't think that they have quality passers. Uh, they are missing a Tess Fabrega, Tess Fabrega, to put it some sort of way. They are missing somebody who gives a key pass in the final third because Jorginho has quality, but he plays too deep, too far back. And I believe that this is Chelsea's reality right now. I mean, they are great defensively, but they are lacking um, something going up front. In fact, many players in Chelsea are hitting very decent numbers this season, but nobody is standing out. I mean, I believe that Chelsea's next decisive step towards uh, becoming a title challenger uh, will be only uh, if one of the following guys, Thijets, Werner, Havertz, uh, Pulisic and Hans- Hudson-Odoi, improve to the point 
that they become evidently better than the rest. Right now, they all seem to be in a similar position, in a similar level, because none of them is fulfilling their potential. So I think Chelsea's next step is going to be whenever one of those five that I mentioned make an improvement and they become the players that we think that they have to be. Um, when it comes to Real Madrid, uh, I think that they are trained. I believe that Real Madrid are trained, but however, they are re recovering players for this game because uh, Tony Cruz uh, will be very likely to return at the end of the day. He trained on, on, on Sunday. Uh, Eden Hazard, I don't think that he will feature or start from the beginning against Chelsea, but it's good to have him there. Uh, he played 15 minutes against Betis and he looked okay. Carvajal started versus Betis and that was very important too. And uh, let's see if somebody else can come, but definitely the defense of Real Madrid will improve with these guys. Um, the only problem for Real Madrid is that all the goals have only one source normally, which is Karim Benzema. But at the same time, it worked for them so far this season. It worked very well. They beat Liverpool, they beat Atalanta. In the Champions League, they negotiated the most difficult group stage. So I'm going to consider Real Madrid favorite for, it, uh, for this game. So I'm going to suggest our listeners to have a look at the under two goals market, that page 223. I find it very likely to happen the following, an Asian handicap of minus 0.25 for Real Madrid. Uh, if they win, they win. If uh, they draw, you get half a lose, which is okay. But there are two options here that I strongly recommend. Real Madrid to win, combined with under three goals in the game, because I believe that Real Madrid and Chelsea right now are about defending, that pays 320. I think, right. uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think the under three goals is the, is the key. I think this tie is going to be decided on the away goal rule. I cannot see over two legs one team being far better than the other. Uh, we are told to remember that Real Madrid has Sergio Ramos coming back for the second leg. That's a lot of experience. Overall, Zidane's team has got experience and it will be interesting to see who uh, Thomas Tuchel chooses on the role of number nine, whether it's Pulisic, whether it's Ziyech, to try, as you said, to break the lines of Real Madrid a little bit more. Because it's true, against West Ham, they did defend it well, but West Ham always played in front of them, never behind. And, you know, this Chelsea team has to be tested when players go behind. And one thing, Edu, uh, Danny, about uh, Timo Werner, uh, probably the most disappointing signing in the Premier League has been uh, Tony van de Beek for Manchester United. I have no doubts about it. But I was expecting more from Timo Werner too, really. Uh, he's a player that if uh, the action he's involved in doesn't have the goal in the horizon, then he, his vision gets, gets blurry, really. Uh, he, he only knows what to do uh, in a certain action if the goal is the final target. But when he but... drops deep and he plays, then he struggles against West Ham, however, uh, he participated in the construction of the goal, the, which is something new for me uh, when it comes to Timo Werner. But so far, I've been a bit disappointed. To be fair, yeah, you're, I think we would have expected more goal from him. But if you look at the way Chelsea unpicked Man City defence in the FA Cup semi-final, yeah. I think Timo Werner, that was decisive. If he deploy him a little bit on the wide side, so that would be playing against Lucas Vasquez on his left-hand side of Chelsea, he could he could exploit some joy. But then it's about also the final pass, the final decision, which the German has been lacking so far. Mendy will be missing for Real Madrid. Probably he will uh, be 
fit in the second leg and uh, I'm surprised actually checking the odds because for Liverpool, Real Madrid was the underdog. Favorite, uh, Liverpool was clearly favorite and here is the opposite. Uh, Real Madrid odds 2.42, Chelsea to win at Valdebebas 3.4. Uh, Alvaro said that uh, he would bet on Real Madrid Asian handicap. Uh, Danny, you didn't want to say any outcome. Who do you think uh, is more likely to go through? Or who do Real you Madrid. Give, uh, Real Madrid. I will go for Real Madrid to qualify. I will go for Real Madrid to qualify. But as I said, on the away goal rule, I don't see a clear winner here in this time. You are same, Alvaro? I will say yes, and uh, I will say uh, that uh, maybe our listeners, if uh, Daniele, you and I are so sure that the game is going to, uh, this game in particular, is going to have so little goals, um, maybe the, the scoreline is something that could interest our audience. A nil-nil pays 8.50, a 1-nil for Real Madrid 7.75. Uh, you know, if we're too sure that, uh, you know, this game is going to be uh, like that, uh, with the low scoreline, it's something that they should be looking at as well, because you are getting a very good money for for scorelines that sound very logical to me, like a 2-0 for Real Madrid. You get 11.50 for that. Actually, I'm not sure that we won't see goals. I think Zidane uh, and Real Madrid will get uh, to the neck of Chelsea, and I think we will see a similar game as with Liverpool. Um, because Real Madrid don't know actually in the Champions League uh, to play, I think, uh, with the scoreboard, especially in the first leg. So I think there will be goals and the thing is that we haven't seen this game yet in the Champions League. Uh, Chelsea always play with Atletico de Madrid or Barcelona with uh, when they have to go to Spain. And the last time we saw these teams in an official game was in the Super Cup in 1998. So it will be... Nice to see this Real Madrid-Chelsea and on Wednesday we have PSG Man City and here I'm as well very surprised with the odds being Man City so so favorite. The odds to win at the Parc des Princes is only 2.3 whereas uh, PSG victory is 3.25. That's why actually I really like, I say it uh, right now, at least the double chance or the Asian handicap zero for PSG because I don't think they are clearly the underdog. Alvaro, they showed uh, that they can't uh, suffer against uh, teams like Bayern Munich. They had a very difficult uh, Champions League draw actually with Barcelona, with uh, Man United, Leipzig, also Bayern Munich and PSG are uh, still uh, there, of course, with uh, Mbappé. Scoring also in the French League, City probably they are tired after uh, the Carabao Cup uh, final. They won against Spurs. How you see this semi-final, Alvaro? Well, to start with, uh, I will say that the odds uh, they are just a, a representation of something. The Premier League many many times is about perception. Mm, I think that uh, there is a perception that the Premier League is the best league in the world, and maybe it is this season, but. Uh, these perceptions don't do justice to a team that reached the Champions League final in August and don't do justice to a team that beat Barcelona and beat Bayern. And they beat Bayern, let's not forget, uh, without Verratti, for example. They beat Bayern with many players in the sidelines. Marquinhos didn't play either in the second leg against Bayern because he pulled out uh, in the first leg and yet they did the job. So uh, if any team um, has done more merit to be to, to deserve the label of favorite in this game is PSG more than Manchester City. I mean, I'm pretty sure about that. Um, 
PSG they are in the title race and Manchester City they played this weekend for for the for the title of the Carabao Cup so I think both teams couldn't rest the way they would have wanted um, the good thing for PSG is that in the same way that Real Madrid is recovering players PSG is doing that so uh, Keylor was back against Mets Perrati uh, is playing football again um, I don't think Marquinhos will be ready for this game, which is the same for PSG because they will have to play uh, at the back with Kerrer and Kimpembe and none of them are uh, exactly leaders in my opinion. And Mbappé and Neymar, they had to play during the weekend uh, up to 85 minutes, I think, so they couldn't really rest. But uh, team, team news-wise, I think that PSG is getting to this game in better conditions than uh, they arrived uh, to the game against Bayern. I think that PSG is the kind of team that they are the best counter-attacking team in the world if they want to play that way. And I believe that Manchester City are going to dominate the game. I wouldn't be surprised if Manchester City, when they have the possession, they have three centre-backs, so one of the full-backs, either Cancelo or Walker, they will probably make a line with the centre-backs because Pep Guardiola knows that PSG is very dangerous when it comes to the counter-attack. Uh, because the autonomy of uh, Mbappé and Neymar is incredible. I mean, these are players who play one-two sometimes uh, when they are three, 30 meters apart on the pitch, which is something that I haven't seen in any other team in the championship. Uh, when Mbappé has the ball on the left, Juraj goes straight away to the right where Neymar is running to the box and vice versa. So they've got such an understanding uh, that, uh, that they are basically the most uh, dangerous uh, partnership in the championship. Um, so I think Manchester City they are going to try to keep the control of the game and definitely not to lose the plot ever because uh, PSG can punish you in the counter-attack. Uh, I think that Manchester City gets into this game in a very good uh, moment. Uh, they are in the Champions League semi-final for the second time in their history. Uh, this is a very special game for Riyad Mahrez, by the way, the Algerian player because he was born in Paris and I think that uh, it can be a very nice game for him. But uh, yeah, let's go to the odds straight away. Mm, I think that the uh, nil-nil, we have to write it off pretty much completely because since October, these teams have played uh, a combine of 20 games in the championship, 10 PSG, 10 Manchester City, and only one time there was a nil-nil that was against Porto, Manchester City drawing against them. So logic is telling us that both teams to score, which doesn't pay a lot, only 157, is the most logical bet you can place here. I mean, if you are going to bet, for example, 15 quid or 20 dollars, uh, obviously you are going to get a good value for the both teams to score market. But anyway, I wanted to flag that. Uh, I find it attractive, the Asian handicap plus 0.25 for PSG. If they win, they win, uh, you win. If they draw, uh, you get half a win. I find it more attractive, the draw, I think that the draw is a very good scoreline here that pays 3.95, and I like this one too. And I find it sexy as hell. The Asian handicap minus one for PSG is almost as well paid as PSG scoring a penalty. So this is how strange the odds are here. An Asian handicap of minus one for Paris Saint-Germain pays uh, PSG pays 5.40. PSG to score a penalty pays 5.50. By the way, PSG to score a penalty is not so crazy because we know that Mbappé uh, against Barcelona and against Bayern, he got many counter-attacks and then when he gets in the box, anything can happen. But anyway, I think that the Asian handicap minus one for PSG is fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, I think, uh, yes, um, I think uh, 
the, the, the PSG advantage could be on the fact that they rested one day more than uh, the Manchester City. I think the league or the FA didn't make Manchester City a favor, make them play the final on Sunday, whereas PSG played on Saturday. Having said that, um, I think uh, Manchester City totally dominated the game against Spurs. Uh, they showed in the Champions League they got more resilience this year because they went behind at Dortmund and they thought, here we go again, now they're going to crumble. And actually they showed they can come back into the game. They did against Aston Villa as well last week. Okay, Aston Villa is not PSG, but again, they came back into the game. It's a different kind of team, different kind of mentality this year we see from Pep Guardiola. It's a team that is more resilient, that knows how to put teams away, doesn't score as many goals as before, but wins you the game by the odd goal and concedes, obviously, very few uh, goals. Seven clean sheets so far in the Champions League. I think that's really, really important, although in the last round against Borussia Dortmund they didn't cap any. Um, for PSG, they were lucky against Bayern. I think if that if that game is played again three or four times, I think Bayern goes through every single time. Uh, don't worry, I mean, let's not let's forget that they didn't have Lewandowski because PSG had got absentees as well. But I think the amount of chances they created, the way they played in the second leg, pretty much PSG were on the back foot all the time. Um, but you know, PSG showed they have some epic now. They can grind out results. They can suffer something that before they were not able to do. So that we need to take into account as well. As Alvaro said, I think. Uh, uh, Mbappé, Di Maria, Neymar, they're going to test uh, the defence of Manchester City. But as we said before, when we talked about Chelsea, they can be caught on the break. Uh, they can be, if they play such a high line, maybe as Liverpool does sometimes, they can be in trouble. But um, if we look at the strength of both teams, I think uh, the strength of Manchester City, as well as being composed and playing the ball nicely and knowing when to assess the killer blow, is also the defence. Whereas for PSG, they only kept one clean sheet in the last eight games. I don't think that's where their strength lies. And in midfield, PSG is inferior to uh, Manchester City. So I would imagine Manchester City to control the game and control the ball much more than PSG does. And, you know, I agree with Alvaro. The odds for uh, PSG are low. Maybe because sometimes we are surprised with PSG that we see, oh, well, they play so well. Probably because people don't watch them week in and week out. But, you know, PSG are, are, are great team, got great players. But I think as a collective, Man City have done the step and they are above Man PSG in this moment. So I'm going to go for Manchester City to score in both fouls. That pays three. But that's because I think PSG will score. So Manchester City will need to score at least a couple to win the game, or Manchester City to win the first half, being on the front foot from the beginning, and that pays to eight. So Alvaro is uh, PSG, I think, uh, slightly favourite. Uh, and for you, Danny, Man City is uh, favourite for the whole time. I think yes. I think Manchester. I mean, if Manchester City gets a good result, even a draw with goals or a win from the Parc de Prince, they go through. On the on the other side, yeah, of course, if they lose uh, in Paris, it's more hand in the balance. But I would say 65% qualification for Man City, uh, 45 for, uh, for PSG. 
35. Dani, your final would be Real Madrid, Man City? Yes, absolutely. And for you, Álvaro? Real Madrid, PSG. Then, yeah. thank you guys for this uh, good analysis of the semifinals. Now we can place uh, our bets with uh, more knowledge, with uh, knowing and analyzing all these four teams. And next week, we are back, of course, to see and to analyze the second leg. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank ciao, Álvaro thinks uh, Real Madrid PSG is going to be the final. Dani thinks it's going to be Man City Real Madrid. What do you think? Let me know below in the comment section and you will also have the chance to win a 10 pound free bet with Novibet. And of course, if you enjoy our videos and our analysis, click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And if you prefer, you can also listen to all our videos in our podcast. And next week, For sure we are back with more odds on Champions League.